Stop creditors in only 90 days, guaranteed. Prevent wage garnishments, bank levies, and stop collection calls with our proven program. Call Zero Debt in 90 Days now, 800-477-9256, and ask for free information from an expert who also completed our program, 800-477-9256, or ZeroDebtGuaranteed.com, 800-477-9256, or ZeroDebtGuaranteed.com. You're listening to the FirstAmendmentRadio.com worldwide. Freedom is never free. We need your support today at FirstAmendmentRadio.com. Keys of the Kingdom. I'm Brother Gregory, and we're going to talk about the Kingdom of God. We're going to talk about a lot of the people who lead people away from the Kingdom of God. And, of course, we know that that would be people like Nimrod and people like Cain and Lamech of the Old Testament. Uh, there were certainly others along the way. Uh, the Pharaoh at the time of the bondage of Israel uh, was originally not such a bad guy. He wasn't really the pharaoh or emperor or ruler of all of Egypt. He was just really a wealthy, influential man who was looked to as a leader. He did not really own the people yet. It wasn't until after the famine that the people were owned by the pharaohs, where they actually had to pay in to the federal uh, pharaoh uh, a certain amount of their labor or the equivalent thereof every year and it was 20 percent one-fifth that was the bondage of Egypt even the word Egypt means bondage it has to do with this idea that all the people have to pay into the government a percentage of what they earn in a given year a portion of their labor in a given year one-fifth and then the government provides them with the necessary needs of that society in, in hard times or calamity. Now, when you create that situation where the government can force that contribution because you have made a covenant with them, a contract with them, you have become a party to their constitution because now a portion of your labor belongs to them and they can rule over you in that portion, and you, if you haven't made uh, ceiling limits, they can actually rule over it a lot more. They can increase it to 25% or 30% or 50% like they can in Australia. Uh, but that's the foolishness of your own contract. The reality is once you become a member of that contractual agreement, you may or may not leave it, depending on the term. Now, if you allow that government to go into debt, to provide those benefits, you can leave, but you have to pay back that debt first. Now you can't just leave town. 
And if you do leave town, you got to get all the way out of town because you come back, they're going to beat the tar out of you because you owe. You are a surety for the debt. Beneficiary, surety. Surety, beneficiary. Know somebody who's a trustee, and the way the trust was written up, it ended up that the trust ended up owing money. He had to pay that money because he was an executor, and he was the beneficiary, and he was the trustee. And so, therefore, he's playing too many roles there. And he thought it was, it was a big estate to start with, but there were so many claims against it, he ended up having to go bankrupt. He thought he was going to get rich, and he ended up being bankrupt because there were too many claims against it. Well, welcome to America. And you can't just leave now. You can claim fraud, but you, you better be able to prove it in, in the world court. And I think you're not going to be able to because everything they were doing has been published. Your sloth is not their fraud. Your failure to read the fine print is not their fraud. Everything has been done enough so in public that you should have seen this coming years ago. Unfortunately, your ministers haven't been telling you. And I just talked on Blog Talk about, I made reference to a few ministers that are actually pretty nice guys. You know, that they understand, you know, something about liberty and something that's wrong in America, and they're not just milk toast guys. They'd probably be members of the black regiment themselves if they were back in the days of the early American Revolution. Not that everybody that was in the black regiment was a good minister of Christ. Certainly weren't. Some were, some weren't. That's taken on a case-by-case basis. But the reality is they haven't got a clue of the nature of government. And we've got to write two books to cover this, and of course we had to condense them down because the attention span of the average American couldn't read the original book that I had. Covenants of the Gods would be over a thousand pages long if it was in its original format. It's 144 pages. Now, they're big pages. Okay, I'll grant you that. So there's still a lot of reading. But you can download it for free and you can study the contractual nature of government, which is why God said don't sign anything. Don't make a contract, covenant, or constitution with them. And then he even goes on later on in Deuteronomy and says, if you do make such a contract with a king, a ruler, or someone who can exercise authority, you better pay attention to these four points and make sure he doesn't have that kind of power. This what? Constitution allows for all four of those things in one form or another. And because it's an organic constitution, they've been able to expand the power of those offices way beyond what the Bible would have allowed or desired. But the Bible and God allows you to do that. He allows you to create government. He allows you the voice of the people to elect Saul. He allowed that. He called it a rejection of God, but he allowed that. Why? Because he knew that when they did that, the punishment would come of their own actions. By the nature of their own actions, they would be punished. And that's why rulers are there, to punish the wicked who elect them. Because they don't read Proverbs where they should read Proverbs, which is, uh, my son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. 
If they say, come with us, let us lay wait for blood. Let us look privately for the innocent without cause. They don't say that. They don't actually say that. But that's, that's the gist of it. What they're saying is, let's start a socialist state. Let's gain from all the, our neighbor's wealth as well as our own so that we have a surety in our neighbor. He will have to provide us with our needs if bad things come. Let's, let's consent to that agreement. You don't think that's what they're talking about? Let us swallow them up alive as the grave and whole as those that go down into a pit. They don't want to kill you. They want to swallow you alive. They want to bind you up alive. They want to bleed you while you're still alive because they're going to want more blood. We shall find all precious substances. We'll get rich. We shall fill our houses with spoils. We'll be wealthy as a people. Cast in thy lot among us. Cast in thy lot among us. Let us all have one purse. Hey, welcome to the socialist state. My son, walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path. For their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood. Whose blood? Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of the birds. <laughs> Yet he still flies into it. Did you see this coming? Why not? Oh, not full disclosure? I'll prove to you that's wrong. I'll prove to you you knew exactly what you were doing. Oh, you should have. For their feet run to evil, make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird, and they lay wait for their own blood. They lurk privately for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. In other words, you have coveted your neighbor's goods so that you would benefit and be secure. You did that. You don't have to even read the Social Security Act. You don't have to read these other subsequent acts that have come down. Health Care Act. Oh, big, huge Health Care Act. So giant, you can't even read the whole thing. Don't bother reading it. Just pass it. What on earth is that all about? You think, okay, now it's time to turn around. No, time to turn around was a hundred years ago. Because you've been doing this for a long time. Healthcare is not the new kid on the block. He's just the big kid on the block. Public schools, Social Security, that's all socialism. That's all one purse. It's all you being greedy for gain. You want, I want free education for my children. How are you going to get that? How do you get free education? There's no such thing as, nothing's free. There's no such thing as a free lunch, and there's no such thing as a free education. Somebody's got to pay. You wanted the blood of your neighbors to pay for your kids' education. I had six kids. I could have sent them to the local public school. They were 
they were spending almost six, seven thousand dollars per student. Then, well, let's see, six times six—that's thirty-six thousand dollars a year. I wasn't paying that in taxes. I wasn't even making that. And if I was greedy for gain, I say, hey, I get an education for my kids for free. Wasn't it for free? I would be coveting my neighbor's goods to the agency of a government that I not only helped create, my parents helped create, but that I was now willing to participate in. I would have sold my children out. Not only would they have gotten a terrible education, you read our uh, School to Fool uh, pamphlet, uh, gives you a brief, you know, I could have made that 200 pages long, but I made it 12 pages so that you get to actually get from cover to cover without falling asleep. This is the problem. The problem is you. You have been coveting your neighbor's goods and your preachers have been saying, it's okay. He just loves you. He just don't mind that you cover your neighbor's goods. All you have to do is believe and you are saved. You don't have to be doers of the word. You just have to believe. Now, you tell me that isn't the devil because Jesus said, not those that hear, but those who doeth the will of the Father, and you haven't been doing that. You haven't been doing that for the last year. You haven't been doing that for the last 10 years. You haven't been doing that for the last 100 years. You spend the last 100 years getting into a pit of bondage. And what are you going to do about it? Hey, let's whine about it. Let's, let's, let's fuss about it. How about that? Is that going to work for you? You know, I got a little bit different tone today. <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time. You need to have a hard time because if you don't face up now, you think this is hard? I'm talking to you over the radio. You want to know what's going to be hard? It's when you can't hear me anymore. It's going to get hard then. You need to find the solution of Christ. You need to repent. You need to turn around. You know, they always do John the Baptist yelling and screaming there in the desert, repent. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Well, his righteousness does not include laying in wait for the blood of your neighbor so that you can have free education, free health care, free all this other stuff. Oh, now, Christ's kingdom is a socialist state. He, he intends to take care of the needy of his state. I mean, there's a few rules, like if you don't work, you don't eat. And we can't force you to contribute to the needy. You have to choose to do that. You have to tax yourself in the kingdom. Because, see, you're the state and we're not. We're the servants of the state, but you're the state. We're public servants. See, they use that word public servant today, but he's really public ruler. You got to do this, go out this, you got to pay this, you got to do that, or we'll have guys with sunglasses coming by with guns to arrest you. That's the government you created. You created Babylon. You created Nimrod. You created men who exercise authority one over the other. You created this. God didn't create this. God let you do it. But God knew it would punish you. It will get worse. Because you weren't ruled by God and righteousness of God. You were ruled by greed 
apathy, sloth, the slothful should be under tribute. Proverbs tells you that. So now you got to give to Caesar what is Caesar's, but you got to start turning your life around and start seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I mean, you have to start coming together and actually start loving your neighbor as much as yourself instead of sending men to his door with a gun to take away from your neighbor so that you can sit there and send your kids off to free education at public school. That's a bad thing. Now, it's a good thing for the wicked and the slothful because at least their kids will grow up and know how to read. And, of course, they'll be more and more in debt, and they'll, their kids will also be taught lies. But at least the kids will grow up, because if you left them at home with those parents, they, you know, I've known some parents that tried to homeschool, and their kids couldn't read by the time they were 14. Now, I couldn't read until I was nine. But I was going to school. I just was very precocious and dyslexic. <laughs> still a little precocious. Still a little dyslexic, too. <laughs> but the point is, is that uh, they should have that government. But I'm not talking about that government. That government is there to punish the wicked who created it. I'm talking about the kingdom of God, the right to be ruled by God. You want the right to be ruled by God, you're going to have to do more and fill out some papers. Now, we were talking before about uh, this group reach down here and pull up my notes again. I threw them away too quick. I wanted to go over real quick what we talked about last week. You can get the whole thing. I'm just going to hit some high spots. This group, uh, the Guardians of the Republic, the Elders, the Restore America, whatever you want to call it, uh, group, and other groups like this. I don't want to pick on this group alone because there's a lot of these different guys out there. They got this solution. You just sign up here and send me money and I'll give you the solution. That, you know, some of them have some really good information, but the solution is Christ, okay? What he was doing, what he was saying, what the early church was doing. If you're not willing to do that and the guys that you're with are not willing to do what they were doing, forget it. You haven't got a chance. Now, the same with Moses. you got to do what Moses was doing because Moses was doing exactly what Christ was doing, exactly. Now, the problem is is that your ministers and your rabbis have been saying, oh, Moses is doing this over here, and he wasn't, and that's why we had to write another book, Thy Kingdom Come, so you could find out what Abraham was doing, what Moses was doing, what Christ was doing, you know, and take off all the robes and the smoke and the mirrors and all the rituals that you missed the point of. Even the prophecy, I was, that's what I was listening to on the radio as I was traveling out 14 hours yesterday trying to uh, get ready for this uh, trip, this tour around the country. You need to sign up for the network. You need to become a part of that tour. You need to see, because we're going to tell you stuff on that tour. I'm not going to tell you on the radio. There's a lot of stuff I only tell people in person. Now, I'm going to go to 30 states. I'm going to travel thousands and thousands and thousands of miles, and I'm going to go through as quickly as possible. I want to see everybody I possibly can and you got to work to make sure those people are there. Why? You think it's because God couldn't put them there without your help? No. Because you got to start doing something. Whatever you do, it won't be enough. God's still going to have to forgive you. You're not going to be saved by work. But you got to start becoming doers. You've got talent. God gave you talent. You've got to use it. 
don't bury it in sloth and avarice. You got to start doing it. You got to start working together. Start working with the guys on the Living Network and start putting together this tour so we see as many. Everybody we bring to this message, or bring this message to, and Christ brings them to this message, because they won't understand it without Christ. Makes the kingdom richer. Makes you richer if you're a part of that kingdom. Not going to make you richer like the the guys in Proverbs, because there's no entitlement. It's faith, hope, and charity. It's love. It's actual love in action. That's what faith is, love and action. Allegiance to righteousness. Not allegiance to a man. Allegiance to righteousness. Anyway, they make claims. This one group makes claims, stacks of gold. Uh, they've got the answer. Uh, oh, they're in, in, in talking with all, negotiating with foreign states. Are you kidding? Do you guys really believe that? I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. I've seen this before. I've seen other guys that, you know, that they get they go out and take a picture of an embassy. Oh, I had a meeting with the ambassador here. Da, da, da. Uh, yeah, right. You know, what have they got? A thousand, two thousand, three thousand people? Uh, they, they actually go down and they talk about 14th Amendment not being legal and everything. It doesn't make any difference. The Constitution wasn't legal. It's acquiesced to. Clarkstown and U.S. American law. It exists. You have signed things. You have accepted benefits. You've created a construction of law where you are now an obligated individual, a surety for debt. You can argue that if you want, but you show me the court that will listen to you because you're not going to be in anything but administrative court. You haven't done what the forefathers were doing, and this is what you need to start doing, actually what early Americans were doing long before the American Revolution. They earned their liberty. through the grace of God and through their diligence, striving. That's why Christ says, strive. I mean, he said to the few, strive was his answer. He didn't answer the question. He doesn't have to, and I don't have to, but I can tell you this, strive. Why? Because that's what Christ said. He didn't say, just believe. He said, strive. They're asking about salvation. He didn't say, oh, just believe. No, he said, strive. Your preacher, if he's not saying strive, he isn't preaching Christ. Okay, then they went on and talked about borders. Uh, Re-inhabit the republic that stretch from, uh, the republic, singular, stretch from Canada border north uh, side to Mexico on the south. They didn't understand. I didn't know whether it worked at all. Well, after the ratification, I shouldn't use the word ratification, after the acquiescence and acceptance, ratification by a few states, of the Constitution, the states were still as foreign to each other as Mexico is to Canada, Clark Summary of U.S. American Law, because each state was a republic. A republic is not a corporate body. It is a republic that citizens are separate from the administration of government. Their rights are separate from the administration of government. They cannot pass a statute that revokes a right because the rights are separate from the administration of government. That's not what you got. You haven't had that for a long time. And you're not going to get back by electing these guys. You elect us and we'll just do whatever you say. Because you're the boss and we're not. Well, it isn't. Why, why do you want them to do anything? 
If you give them the power to do for you, you're not in a republic anymore. In a republic, you elect, you elect representatives, not lawmakers. You're the lawmaker in a republic. You do it through a jury. I mean, we already know the basics. Don't steal, don't rob, don't murder. You know, these are the basics. That's already down. Now, it's up to the jury to decide, was this robbery? Was this stealing? Was this whatever? Was this bearing false witness? Did this guy sign a contract and he's not keeping the terms? That's for the jury. How do you get that? Or that? You create the jury. Now, how, how does that work? Well, the thing is, you have been tempted by the same thing that tempted the people with the voice of the people when they said, you need to talk. You don't need to talk. Well, most of you do. But those of you who really want to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness, you don't need salt. You're listening to FirstAmendmentRadio.com worldwide. Freedom is never free. We need your support today at FirstAmendmentRadio.com. Since the beginning of time, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it, it has been traded, it has been borrowed, it has been purchased, it has been stolen. There's a reason for it, to secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and to our posterity. Invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188 or visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, and regular guest, world-renowned economist Robert Chapman, right here on FirstAmendmentRadio.com at 4 p.m. Eastern, or 1 p.m. Pacific Time. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. Toll free, 1-800-375-4188. Now listen to me. The Bible says, Render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's. I want you to know that a corporation is Caesar's. Government Takeover of the Church. This DVD is the most powerful tool we have for waking up those asleep in the pews. The scripture calls for his people to come out of her. The corporate church is the apostate church, the whore that rides the beast. Get this DVD for a donation of $25 from FirstAmendmentRadio.com. Make copies and give them away to your corporate church friends and loved ones. The truth will make them free. They will watch the DVD, Government Takeover of the Church. Order online today at FirstAmendmentRadio.com or call 559-781-3773. Who will tell them if not you? If you'd like to get a copy of this program, you may subscribe at FirstAmendmentRadio.com for only $45 a month. And you'll receive an MP3 CD weekly of all of our programs. As a bonus, we'll send you a password for our audio archives online. That's a $15 value. Or you may request any month of any program on one MP3 CD for a minimum donation of only $25. Or any single program on tape, MP3 CD, or CD for only $15. You may do all of this online at FirstAmendmentRadio.com. Just follow the instructions to make a donation or subscribe. You may also adopt an hour of your favorite program 
Please don't forget that most of the programs on FirstAmendmentRadio.com are listener-supported. Don't do Internet? Then call 559-781-3773, and we'll be honored to help you. Thank you from all of us here at FirstAmendmentRadio.com. put together a DVD of this and then explain this all, which I already did, and then sell it to you for $600, like some guy, or $1,000. I already got it on the net. You can download it for free. And you go you go listen to that, read that, and then come back to me with an educated question. I'll take the time to answer it. But if you won't take the time to go study what we give you for free, why should we take more time to give you even deeper answers? And the answers go way beyond what I can tell you on this radio, which is why you got to put this tour together so that we can talk face to face. Uh, the United States was created to guarantee a Republican form of government. It is not a republic. It is an indirect democracy. That's what the United States is. The individual states were republics. Okay, we covered that. Uh, the term republic, go read Republic versus Democracy on our website. And then democracy uh, versus uh, demagogue after that. And then you can go and read more system versus system after that. <laughs> just, I mean, you just go read all day long. But eventually, you, some of you are going to start putting this together. Some of you are putting this together. But a lot of you others are just falling for one gullible uh, plan after another. And you're getting farther and farther into trouble. And I don't want to see that. So that's why I'm being a little harsh here. I don't want to see you get into more and more trouble. I want to see you get into the kingdom and the ways of the kingdom. And there's enough trouble that comes with that. But at least with that, you've got God on your side. Don't run out ahead of the Lord. Do it according to the way that Moses did it, Abraham did it, Jesus Christ did it. Follow that path. It's not a walk-the-plank path. It's a come-together path. Pentecost was the second exodus. We are formally requesting for assistance from the United States military, the United States federal enforcement agencies, uh, state and local and law enforcement agencies. They go on here. Uh, uh, this is a, I think that's part of the document that they want people to sign. Are you requesting that the military abandon the commander-in-chief and listen to you? That's a crime. <laughs> that's... That's sedition. That's treason. And you say, oh, well, they're tre treacherous. You don't even understand the Constitution because you think you're we the people. We the people was not the people in the individual states. We the people were the people who consented to the document and the, the people... <coughs> Excuse me. The people were not a party to the Constitution. So they're not we the people. These guys are thinking that the Constitution is their salvation. Read contracts, covenants, and constitutions on the net for free. Join the Living Network. They'll tell you where it is. You can find it even without them if you're one of those seekers. Our plan is to build our economy and support our economies around the world we will allow our military to withdraw from unnecessary conflicts around the world and promote world peace and prosperity our military 
our military? You're talking the federal government's military. Uh, you better run for president if you want to do that, because you don't have the power just by sending letters. That was another thing they did. They sent letters to the different uh, state uh, governors and saying that they either leave or they will be removed. You guys have any idea what you're doing? For one thing, you're trying to put new wine in old wineskins, and that's not what Christ did. You're not ready to do it anyway. All this guy wants to do is be, and, and some of these people, they want to put themselves, because they think they can do it better, but they don't want to go to all the trouble of getting elected, and they wouldn't have a ghost of a chance of getting elected. Now, the idea of returning to the republic that are unpopulated is a great idea, but you've got to do it the right way. And this is not the right way. This, If I could prove this, I would say that this is actually an instrument to round up or have the excuse to get all the names of all the people that we're going to round up when there is really hard times because these are the dissidents. I mean, we'll just drag them into court and say, did you sign this back in 2010, 2011? Uh, okay, well, we're going to send you to this work camp instead of the regular work camp because you're a dissident. You're a troublemaker. You are actually enticing the military to abandon their duty, their oath. I mean, this, this is going to get you guys crucified. This is goofy. No, you've got to do what Christ actually said to do, and most of you haven't been told that. And that's what we're about. We're showing you what Christ was actually doing, what the first century church was actually doing. You need to become a part of that, what that church was doing. Anyway, I don't think I heard the commercial break. Uh, I think we should have had a commercial break in there somewhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, uh, we declare and decree that this is uh, the intent of we the people. Again, they think that we are we the people. We formally request the United States military uh, protect our republic that the United States protect our republic, our borders, and our people. If they fail, we call upon the nations of the world to help us. Oh, my gosh. Call upon the nations of the world to help us. Uh, that's forbidden in the Bible, to call upon the nations of the world. You know, read, read what we tell about Pompeii. You know, do, do, do a web search on every one of our web pages, org. There's, uh, you know, a search engine up there at the top right-hand corner and down at the bottom. Uh, the little guy with his hand looking out. I click on that. Search engine should open up. Look for the word Pompeii. Read everything about the Pompeii. And I, I use Pompeii. There's a couple other words you could use, but Pompeii, most of you should be able to spell that, so you should be able to find it. But find out why Pompeii went to Israel. Find out what brought Israel into bondage. Find out why Hercules would not make a deal with Pompeii. You, 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 you're starting out not knowing how to use the weaponry of Christ, not how to load it, to fire it, to operate it, and you're going to get yourself shot in the foot. You need to do some more homework. And these guys who are selling you answers, stop buying them. 
you know, we're we're laying it out for you, how it works, how you got to where you are, how to get back. It's going to be up to you to get back, and it's going to be a journey, and it's going to require sacrifice. Yeah, and, and you may even have to contribute to this ministry, but that's up to you. That's a free will offering. You know, we're, we're casting our bread upon the waters. We're giving you the information up front. It isn't because our DVDs aren't worth $600 a piece. It's because we are paid by Christ. Now, Christ may pay us through your generosity. Uh, we haven't solicited that. We are solicited. Our prayer is to Christ to do and speak and publish his ways and his will. You have to decide whether you want to be a part of... You cannot create a government of liberty by charging. You cannot uh, have the Sermon on the Mount in charge for hearing the Sermon on the Mount. You know, when we travel around, I'm not charging anybody for all this time. I mean, we're putting thousands and tens of thousands of dollars of time and energy will go into this journey, this tour with nothing but hope that it might come back so that we can do some more. Uh, we would like to start a whole monastery out here, or seminary, or whatever you want to call it. I don't know, put any label on it you want. Start training up people in the ways of the kingdom. And all the other skills that you're going to need to get along in that kingdom. In a world that's not very fond of the kingdom of God or the righteousness of God. Nothing's more violent than a socialist. Socialist is, is bred in violence. He is living by the sword. Socialist who has prayed to the men who call themselves benefactors but exercise authority. He wants to take care of the widows and orphans by forcing you at the point of a sword to contribute to them. Christ wants you to do it out of love. That is the distinction in the two kingdoms. So you try to do it out of love, figure on being persecuted. But then you're being persecuted for righteousness. That's a good, because now God can come and be on your side. Those other guys who are praying to God, he's already told them, hey, I'm not even going to hear you guys in that day. Go cry out to the guys that you have chosen for yourself, the guys you pray to for your daily bread. Go there. Because I'm not going to hear you because you've already rejected me. Go read Samuel 8. I think it starts out around 10. Take a couple of verses. You don't want to have to overtax you. Uh, they talk of delegates who uh, pass laws according to your wishes. You're still electing lawmakers? I thought God was the lawmaker. Well, why do you need more laws? I mean, is it stealing? Is it bearing false witness? Is it coveting your neighbor's goods? You don't need any more laws. You got Ten Commandments. That's it. Now you need men who are seeking righteousness, who are doing what Jesus said. What did Jesus say is the weightier matters? Are you tending to the weightier matters? Law, judgment, mercy, and faith? How do you do that? Elect lawmakers? You do that by working together in a community that cares about righteousness of God. And your loyalty is to 
God. Your faith is in God. Your allegiance is to God. Now, a lot of the guys out there have a goofy idea of what that means. And God doesn't know them. you got to figure that out and start gathering with guys who aren't backbiters, guys who aren't liars, guys who actually do what they say they're going to do, guys who actually care about other people, guys who actually sacrifice themselves for the good of others. I mean, who else do you want to gather with? Liars, backbiters, selfish uh, people who, if you don't believe it like I see it, then you are condemned. You know, I mean, love's pretty simple. It is. It's not that complicated. How you apply it can be extremely complex because of the fact that we live in a complex world and we're complex individuals. I mean, is this love? Is that love? But you have to work out your salvation with fear and trembling with God as your destination, with Christ in your heart, striving along the narrow path. And I can guarantee you that socialism is away from the path. Coveting your neighbor's goods is away from the path. Praying to men who call themselves benefactors but exercise authority for your daily bread is not the Our Father. You can go say the Our Father a hundred times, a thousand times, ten thousand times. If you are still applying to men who call themselves benefactors but exercise authority one over the other for your daily bread, you aren't saying the Our Father except with your lips. You are saying, Lord, Lord, but you aren't doing the will of the Father. Write it down. Pay attention. Now, we've gone a long way. But God is forgiving. Turn around, you prodigal son. Turn around. Let's head back. Let's head back together. Let's help one another. Because in helping one another head back, we're getting there. If you want to go back but you don't want to help anybody else, you're never going to get there. I want to go to Jesus. I want to be a part of the kingdom, but I don't want to mess with these other people. I'm sick of people. Boy, if Christ said that, you guys would all be toast. That's not Christ speaking. Uh, he gave hard messages like I've given today. Now, you don't always hear me talking this way, but occasionally you do. But it, it, we need to thump some heads here. And, and these guys are leading people down a primrose path to destruction. Now, there are good people in that outfit, and that's what the devil wants to see. He wants to see lots of good people working with those people but he's mixing in some stuff that's going to get them into trouble. I want those good people to head towards Christ all the way with full knowledge and understanding of what Christ was really leading us to, which is the kingdom of God and the liberty in Christ. And we've got a really bumpy road ahead. And we've got a long ways back. But we don't have a long amount of time to get back. It's going to be a learn-as-you-go thing. But let's focus. Christ, Moses, Abraham, we're giving you the, the solution to 
salvation. Christ came that ye might be saved. But you got to turn around. you got to repent. you got to go this other way. So, are you building altars of earth? What does that mean? 80, 90, 90% of the people out there listening to this right now, in this moment, probably don't have a full grasp of that. I don't know. I don't know what the statistics are, because I know a lot of you have been studying. A lot of you have been working in the right direction. I'm trying to wake up those people that haven't. And I also would like to instill in the, the minds of those who have been studying that we need to work together. We need to reach out to others. We need to touch others. And we don't, don't always come in shotgunning them like I'm doing today. But we need to, you know, stir them up and turn them back towards that love of Christ, which is a love for one another. And the ministers have to love as Christ loves them. Uh, they go on, and I got some big bold print here where they talk about delegates have the power to control the roads. Uh, uh, they talk about one-room schoolhouse uh, chief justice. Uh, he's got a program that's kind of interesting. Uh, replace uh, uh, department heads, uh, not fund uh, $300 toilet seats. Uh, uh, I think the toilet seat was actually over $300. Uh, going <laughs> uh, to let government jobs uh, go plus head of Homeland Security, all this stuff. Well, you go, you want to do all that, you got to go get elected. You're talking the federal government. The federal government is outside of the republic. That was the whole point. And that's what got them in trouble in the Civil War. They started to confiscate federal property, and they were only state republics. They're trying to think of the entire United States as a single republic, and the states in the republics, what, are they subject to the federal government or not? Well, the fact is they are. They're all into debt, up to their ears. They, 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 this wineskin is rotten to the core. You need to return to Christ. You're not going to change this. You're not going to fix this. There's some fundamental problems way back at the beginning. The Constitution is not your salvation. Christ is. But you don't know what Christ is. You don't know what he was saying. They have kept that from you, and it's in there. Go read Higher Liberty. Uh, and you will be astounded at how deceived we have become. This is this is a strong delusion. This is a strong delusion. And there are many pitfalls. There are quicksand to the left and to the right. Don't step off the path. In order to do that, let's find out what the path looks like. Find out what they were doing because the early church saved millions of people. In the, his final thing, he warns against fear and is trying to get people to sign their documents. He warns against fear again. Then he warns that people who get in the way of signing this, his documents are going to cause the death of millions, which is appealing to fear again. Uh, there is, you sign these documents, all you do is put yourself in jeopardy. Find out what Christ was doing. Find out what the kingdom of God really looks like. Find out what that narrow path looks like. Uh, find out what was wrong with the Constitution to begin with. Many men told people what was wrong with the Constitution, the anti-federalist papers. It is not your salvation. 
uh, it existed. It was real. I'm not saying it was a sin. I'm just saying it was it was taking you in the wrong direction. It's not what made this country great. You have to get back to what made this country great, and you will find that in the hearts and minds of men and women and families who gather together and care about each other as much as they care about God, who tend to those weightier matters that Christ talked about on a day-to-day basis. And you cannot do this unless you get into a personal network where you have local groups that are caring for each other and also have not lost sight of the kingdom because they're connected to other local groups and other areas all across the United States, Australia, Canada, wherever, South America, wherever. This works. But you've got to understand what this kingdom of God really is. It's not about self-righteousness. It's about service one to each other. It's about love for one another and a love for righteousness. Righteousness is uh, something that comes from God that gives life. It's the tree of life. It's not the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I'm going to tell you what's right and wrong. God will tell you. Now, I'll point out what I say is wrong, and that's what I've been doing. But you have to reach out and touch one another's hearts. I'm going to have to check something here. Yeah, we're just about out of time. Uh, I don't know if I can get to all the other things. Uh, identification, I thought, identification and warrant application form. Uh, yeah, warrant application. Are you applying for a, an arrest warrant? <laughs> That's really what the, those are some of the terms that those guys had. Um, uh, passport number, state driver's license, etc. Reminder, please attach copies of your passport number and your state driver's license. Uh, uh, here's something to read. No passport shall be granted or issued to or verified for any person than those owing allegiance, whether citizen or not, to the United States. Okay, so with their documents, including your passport number and your driver's license, which you cannot get without a social security number, you are saying that you owe your allegiance to the United States, and at the same time, you are inciting the military to do opposite of what the United States federal government is saying. You see, there's a conflict here. I mean, that one document alone will send you to the gulag when they get the gulag running. Uh, get away from that outfit. Come join us on the Living Network. Come to the, uh, this tour that we're going to put on all across the country. It's going to start in March. It's going to go all the way through April into May. Uh, it is, we've got a lot of flexibility into it. We've come to your local communities. You can meet. We're trying to hit as many places as we can. Uh, I will be tireless in my effort to share with you without charging you $200, $600, $500, $1,000, $2,000, all these different amounts that these people charge you. And we will expose the lie, and we will share with you the truth. We will show you what Christ did, what Moses did, what Abraham did to set the souls free under God. It will be up to you to follow that path. But if you learn to stand alone together 
as individuals seeking the wisdom of Christ, the wisdom of God, the ways of God, you have a chance. Any other way, I can't help you. I am going to focus only on the ways of Christ. You either walk with us or you go wherever you want. It's free country. But remember, there are many men who came at the time of Christ who led men to destruction. There were many men who came at the time of Moses who led men to destruction never to be heard of again. There was the same thing going on at the time of Abraham when he left Ur, when he left Haran. You need to figure out what that way looks like and go that way. But it will be up to you to do that. And that's what we offer, and that's what we are sharing, and I hope uh, we can be a blessing to all of you in the days to come. We're probably going to close on this uh, whole thing. Um, uh, one of the other things I could also point out is that before a passport is issued uh, to any person by or under the authority of the United States, such person shall subscribe to and submit a written application which shall contain true recital of each and every matter of fact which may be required by law and by any rules authorized by law to be stated prerequisite to the issuance of any such passport. If the applicant has not previously been issued the United States passport, the applicant you have been shall listening be daily verified by oath before a person For more information on the educational ministry provided by His Holy Church and Brother Gregory, including services, counseling, lectures, books, and other audio materials, please write to his Church at Summer Lake, Box 10, Summer Lake, Oregon, 97640. You can also find us on the web at www.hisholychurch.net.